Welcome to the Unlock Philippines podcast, your once or twice weekly informational podcast on all things lockdown management related. We hope to help you get through what you need to get through so we can keep it together while we social distance apart. I'm Jet Akuzar. I'm based in the Philippines. And I'm Jantina Fong Nigaman. That's N-I-G-G-E-M-A-N-N, a Filipina based in Hong Kong, and we are your hosts. Hi, Jet. How are you today? Hi, Jan. I'm fine. It's Sunday today in Manila. I guess it's Sunday in Hong Kong as well. What am I saying? Well, look at us working on a Sunday. No, we're idea. so good. Yeah, it's amazing, right? How have you been? Um, okay. I mean, it's a fairly sunny enough day here in Hong Kong, despite uh, maybe everyone's dampened spirits with a political situation coming to the forefront again. I mean, we just beat COVID. Like the city just cannot catch a break. I'm so sorry. I'm being so ignorant. What political situation? I don't read the news. I'm allergic to the news at the moment. Except for the Daily Mail, which I love. No, it's, um, it's actually, there's a new security law that's being pushed by Beijing. And it looks mm-hmm. like it's going to go through with the local government. So we're kind of bracing for more protests. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, wow. every, every country has their, their problems right now, including Hong Kong that has just beat COVID, basically. So, yeah, just, it is what it is, I guess. So, as this is the self-care episode, and we're speaking with Ria Priyat a little later, I thought we would start off with some um, funny things that celebrities are doing with their self-care these days. Have you seen this haircut video of Jessica Alba's? No, I haven't. Tell me about it. So, she gave her daughter... This, like, very professional-looking haircut blowout and then, like, soft waves for her graduation picture, which is, of course, darling. Like, I'm glad that she took a break from her TikTok dancing to style her kid's hair. Yeah, a break from running her billion-dollar empire. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that too, that too. But, I mean, it was cute. Like, so she she was doing, um, she was doing the entire thing on FaceTime with Jen Atkin. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, I love Jen Atkin. Yeah, so I didn't even know who she was. Apparently, she does, like, all the Kardashians' hair and, like, many other celebrities, I guess. She also apparently invented the lob, which I didn't know. And then, of course, she's launched her own hair care line um, way. Which I've tried. Really? So I've seen it everywhere, but I've never never tried it. What Can you recommend anything from there? Yeah, like, the, the whole line, basically. I've tried, like... The shampoo, the conditioner, they have like oil treatment things. They have a fantastic like salt spray, like a salt water spray. It's great because you can buy them in travel sizes and see what it really does for your hair. You don't have to spend a ton of money, i.e. get the massive like um, 20 or 30 pound bottle. What is it? Like 40 US dollars around that amount. Um, to see what it can do. I think you can get the samples for around $10 US maybe or less even. It's amazing. You can get them on Netaporte, delivered to Manila or wherever UPS or DHL delivers. I'm obsessed with Netaporte. Yeah, they deliver anything. Even if what you were purchasing was $20 US, they'd still deliver it. Like I've gotten toothpaste from there. Is um, it the Marvis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I, I get it so often. There was one time I'd sent a present to someone 
And they ended up sending the toothpaste to them, which was so embarrassing. So have you had to give any of these quarantine cuts? I have, actually. Like, my kids have had, unfortunately, have had quarantine haircuts. Not done by me, but my mother. And then yeah. I tried to fix, I tried to fix what my mother did. I don't know, somehow managed to make it just look worse, I guess. <laughs> so I'm not doing them anymore. I'm done. I think that's, that's as much. And my husband won't let me go near him with shears. He's just like, forget it. <laughs> like, Is his hair super long? It's been a while. Surprisingly, no. Because he had like, um, just because my sister's wedding happened literally the week, the weekend before they um, announced the lockdown, the quarantine. So he had like this like crazy haircut, which I, at that time I thought was way too short. Mm. Um, so now his hair is kind of just looking, you know, maybe like half an inch too long, but not too bad, I have to say. Has well, Taro allowed you to? I know, has Taro allowed you to cut his hair? Oh, well, I mean, he would never. But also, we're really lucky, like, the, the hair salons here stayed open. It's been fine. Because I wouldn't know the first thing. And even if I FaceTime with Jing Monis, shout out to Jing, I don't think I could pull it off, like, even at the step-by-step instruction. Um, I've kind of been contemplating, like, giving Suyen a ring, because she's a friend of mine, and, like, I keep wondering whether she can help me go through this but I really don't think so like I only cut like a bit of Diego's fringe like you know when a child draws monster teeth <laughs> it looks like that it's so tragic so now I'm just like I'm not touching it I'm so sorry about this haircut but I mean you did try and uh thankfully Taro has not had to go through any quarantine cuts and I probably wouldn't even have been brave enough to do it for him anyway but what he is growing out is his, um, his corona beard. So when Hong Kong's local transmission dropped to zero, we all started going out again. And the men would like meet up with each other at restaurants after everyone was in isolation to show off their beards. And especially the Germans were like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, like, oh, God. It was just like this ridiculous pissing contest. But I mean, you know, if that's... That's how you need to connect to, <laughs> to other people after, you know, being shut away in your homes for a while, then it's okay. You can have it. You can have your beard. I actually know someone, like a friend of mine, who made her own sugar wax. Uh-huh. And, like, waxed her own bikini line. No. Isn't that incredible? I don't think I could do that. Is she still, is she fine? She's alive. How's her vag? <laughs> <laughs> I asked her that. She's like, yeah, it's fine. But she was like, girl, it was painful, but it's fine. And like, she's like, then proceeded to give me the recipe for how to make the sugar wax. And it's actually like, it's really not very complicated. I mean, that could be fine to like do on your legs, I, I would imagine. And like, surprisingly, it's quite brave to go into the nether I know. Regions. Like, she doesn't even have like, there, I feel like if I remember the ingredients correctly, it didn't even have any wax. I think it utilized sugar and honey or something, something like that. That would make sense, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I'm brave enough to... I mean, my upper lip felt like such a victory. I don't think I could... (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, honestly, there's not much hair there. It's more like fuzz. And like it's just me imagining it there. And it just makes me feel good (laughs) knowing that I've removed it. Well, I'm glad that you have found some success in your home remedies. Because I have really not. Did I tell you about this Instagram machine that I bought? No. What Instagram machine? So... 
So Taro bought this beard growing serum on Instagram. And I thought that was like really forward of him because he doesn't even know how to shop online. And he somehow <laughs> figured out this way how to buy this Copenhagen grooming serum mm-hmm. or whatever for, for beards, right? And so because he was feeling brave, I thought I would be brave and I would buy this contraption that I saw on Instagram where mm-hmm. it's, like a, it's like a handheld device USB charged and it sucks like the gunk out of your pores um, and sort of like cleans it you know like pre-facial when they go in with like the little suction things to to remove like blackheads and whiteheads and all that stuff or mm-hmm. dirt I guess yeah so that's what this machine is supposed to do so I thought okay so clever very straightforward I'll buy it I buy it it arrives in three days <laughs> and um, I was so excited to try it. I died. I tried it immediately. And like, I think I broke like a capillary on my nose. I was like super red because oh, the no. suction was so strong. Oh no. And I guess maybe I passed over a few areas a little too much, like on my nose that I had like some broken skin. It was all no. red. It was, it was such a disaster. And I realized like these, I should just wait to see a dermatologist because there's some things I think you can do at home and some things it's better to leave to the professionals, <laughs> especially if it involves a machine. I yeah, think. That I, I agree. That I, that I didn't really like research very well. You know, I just thought it was like a straightforward mm. thing. So I went for it. Um, but <laughs> it didn't end so well. So um, my nose is still recovering, but it's okay because I'm not really seeing many people these days. So it's fine. <laughs> Since your suction machine failed, is there anything else that you can recommend that might not be as dangerous <laughs> as suctioning your own skin? No, I mean, not really. As I've been like a big doomsday prepper on the health front as well as the beauty front. I got everything done right before they shut down services here in Hong Kong. Even my injectables in Manila, I got done in February because I was so, so paranoid about the virus spreading. Um, But I think the recommendations are more up Rhea's department. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. To be fair, Rhea has been looking rather well during this ECQ. Like I've been seeing her like Instagram posts and I'm always a bit like, wow, that's what she looks like in lockdown. Right? She's glowing. It's incredible. Like, I mean, it's just really like a world away from my flip-flops and my like, you know, my sweats and um, my bra-free lifestyle. <laughs> hey, actually, we do get to that in the interview. So let's check in with Ria and see what she's on about. Welcome to the Unlock Philippines podcast, Ria. How are you doing? Hi, Jantina. I'm good. I think I'm now adjusting to this ECQ. I mean, it's a really strange new normal. It's funny how kind of easily you slip into like a really bizarre way of living that you never thought that you would. Yeah, especially the first um two weeks it was quite a mind fuck can i say that anyway you can um, say that (laughs) (laughs) right but now i think it's more of like i'm just uneasy about not having a choice to go out you know but Mm. then 
honestly, I don't even know where to go at the moment. Like, I haven't gone out at all, not even to the grocery. I miss seeing people, but I'm actually okay staying home. And I already, it helps that I already have a routine. Given the situation, I think I'm pretty okay. Of course, there are days that are a bit, I mean, it's up and down, but isn't it for everyone? So we are coming to you as someone to speak on self-care since you've been in the publishing industry as a lifestyle editor for quite some years. You've recently made the jump to digital and it seems a lifetime ago and you're just toying with the idea of your own media platform. Like I remember we were sitting in Manila House and you were like, hmm, how am I going to do this? And now, (laughs) and now... And now you're doing it. So how um, how did you come to find yourself in the current space that you're in? I've been in um, traditional media for 17 years already. And when I wanted to rest, I remember someone telling me, you have to go online. You have to be like, get in that space. And I'm really more a private person. And when, you're, when you come from traditional media, you don't talk about yourself. You talk about the mm. products you've tried. It's not like a blog that you're like, today, this is what I did. So that was my perception about going online. So I had to change that in the sense that when I opened my website, it still had to be that tone, like introducing products, letting people know what I like using, but not necessarily about my life and my day-to-day. I had to also go digital because the truth of the matter is, if I don't, then everything that I worked for, it will be forgotten. You have to change with the time. I mean, it's also part of me learning to evolve. So the topic of this episode is self-care. And I'm wondering, what does that mean to you? And what does it not mean to you? Because it's such a broad term. Um, and I think it means a lot of things to different people. So maybe we zero in on what it is for you. I think there's also a big shift on what self-care means to me. Whereas before, self-care meant um, seeing friends, you know what I mean? But now it's more about like uh, spending an hour in the bath <laughs> just for quiet time. So it, like for this easy cue, it's also a lot of things that I never re- really had the freedom to do. For example, the whole day I'm not wearing bra. <laughs> oh, and that's honestly that's self-care because it's not always healthy to wear a bra anyway. Before, like... When this started, all I could think about is, my gosh, my hair is growing. My roots are seen. It's so bad. But now, for me, self-care is allowing it to grow because I've been coloring my hair for so long. Maybe it's time for it to like just grow. And so what if I can see my roots? It's okay. No one sees it. So those are little things that, you know, like the world is resting. Now I feel like even my body, I'm giving it a chance to rest, to breathe. I'm I'm not always wearing makeup, but sometimes if I want to feel good and I have meetings, it really helps me to prepare for the day. And if it means wearing eyeliner, then I will do that. So that's a bit what I feel is self-care, doing things that make you feel good. And also, 
like taking care of things that I wouldn't have done or would have been able to do if I was always working and out. So like, yeah, making my hair grow. In fact, I remember I was so bothered about it that I even consulted three friends. One's a salon owner, one's my colorist, and one guy who like cuts my hair. And I asked him like, should I buy a box? Should I buy a box? Because I see everyone buying a box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, please don't. Because in all honesty, it's so hard to correct a box. It's also about being patient, I feel. You know, like, so I'm just dealing with it. And now it's just like a change of perspective. So I'm like, yeah, I'm making my hair grow first. And it's fine with the root because it's actually healthier for my hair anyway. I'm really happy because I know how to paint my nails and it makes me really happy. People are into baking now and now self-care means also learning how to make your own mask. You know, there's so many things in your ref that can help you that we used to buy and now we know it's been there. I like that. I love that you touched on rediscovery and like shifting of priorities, having a slower, more natural way of of taking care of yourself and also learning about new ways to take care of yourself. I think that's, um, that's really valuable because when are we ever going to have this again? And if we're in a position to have this time to actually take care of ourselves, then why don't we? It's not extravagant to take care of yourself. I feel, I think you owe it to yourself to take care of yourself because how can you take care of others or like if you don't feel good? I feel people who feel good do more good. Could you think of three cheap or free ways to practice self-care? It's like, like I said, if you have extra virgin um, olive oil, you can use it on your skin after you shower. It's not sticky. Before and, you shampoo. And leave it there for like, yes, like for 10 minutes and then I shampoo. But if my hair is like really dry, I just keep it. I rinse it off, but there's still some oil and it's fine. And it, the next day, my hair is really soft. If you have honey, mm-hmm. use it on your face. It's sticky, but you, you put the, the, the honey just straight on your face. Yeah, like a mask oh, almost. Okay. Like really thin mm-hmm. film. But this, it's been so hot that I just get ice. I slide it onto my face and it closes the pores. Mm-hmm. Oh, just put on your creams alone and just quiet time really such a big thing. Because, yeah, you're with so many people every day. I mean, 24 hours a day is long if it's like this long. <laughs> but so you speak about your bathroom a lot and putting on your creams maybe you can share with us some of your favorite products for face skin and hair this may be surprising but I don't always use moisturizer. I think it's such a misconception that you always have to use moisturizers because it really clogs your pores. I mean, 
I only use it when I feel like my skin's extra tight. I prefer like a toner over a moisturizer. Things like that. Yeah, I would agree. I actually, I don't use my my moisturizer as much as I do my serums, especially because Hong Kong is quite similar to Manila in terms, like in the summer, Manila. Least, like yes. it's hot and it's humid. And I find that moisturizer just tends to kind of sit on my skin for a while and like I feel it, whereas the serum just goes in and moisturizes my skin. So I tend to skip um my moisturizer as well. And I'm happy to hear that, that other people do too. Just have to be smart about it. And that's why like I feel like my it's called Ria Recommends is because you know, as an editor, that's what we really do. We recommend things. And like a friend would. So yeah, I'll try stuff. I'll let you know what I think. But at the end of the day, you have to try to because it will react differently. Of course, there's a general, I mean, generally, if it's bad and it's bad, whatever. But you also have to know what's good for you because everybody has a different, we all have different lifestyles, right? And skin and, but I do the general, just take care of it, use a mask, like nothing crazy. I mean, I wish I had like, I could tell you certain things that they're like, whoa, you do that? But no, I don't. Very low maintenance. (laughs) I think it's good. I think you really listen to to what you need. And as you say, you're you're just in tune with either what your skin needs, what your body needs. And that's that's the first step, right? Because if you miss that and you're all about different regimens that are – suggested by other people then you are not necessarily catering to what you need yourself i love this brand it's called zio by obaji i know it sounds like an ad but buy it in bello but it's done so well for my skin i love masks for example mario badescu Mm. their collagen mask is amazing i mask a lot but not every day. Just allow your skin to rest and allow the oils to work work for you. Because if you keep putting products sometimes, you also, you're telling your skin that it doesn't need to produce its own natural oils. That's why your skin becomes really, really dry. So our skin's a living organism. So make it also work for you. Don't have to over put too much stuff because at the end of the day it can only absorb what it can so you know when people are like um apply generously i'm like "Mm, you don't have to because you'll just have to buy it more often but you're not helping your skin in any way if you apply anything generously because it can only absorb a certain amount of product for hair i love olaplex because like i said i color Mm -hmm. my hair but I, I hoard this. So what it does, it, it adds to the bonds, bonds of your hair. So it thickens it. Sephora carries it and um, not a party. So um, it's called Olaplex number Ooh, three, that's I think. That's the one I use as and, well. It's so good. Yeah, it's the only and, conditioner that really works for me. So for me, I use the one that you ha- it's a 
leave on and I, I let it stay for so I wet my hair and I really see because there's easy cute I keep it for like I know you're supposed to to um make it stay like for 15 minutes but for me like sometimes it's there for four hours I don't care <laughs> so at least we have that right the time I also like the Davines oil and the good thing about it is like if you add it to a conditioner it makes it a deep conditioner so that oil I think that's how you pronounce it I love that product I use olive oil or like I just got this new thing. It's a Filmed lotion. It smells so good. And I don't really do a lot. It's funny because you're like, like a beauty editor as well. And I would have thought you have like a ton of products. That's not the case. Like there are certain things that you need, but not everything you do. I noticed that a lot of times the people I admire do less they don't do so much like even in terms of like um going to the doctor the le- it's more about taking care of what you have now so you don't have to like do a lot of things when you're older i i feel but if you're kind to your skin and yourself and you it's really important to be in tune then you don't need to do so much I also think I have to be practical because the most important thing is to be consistent. Because I think sometimes people get so excited and trying this like 13 steps, but then they're only going to be able to do it five days and then after it wears off because it's really not for them. So it isn't like you've been idle at all. You've come up with um, Shields for Shields. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Well, what we did was we asked for donations. We also, on our own, bought shields, face shields, and we send it out to like um, frontliners. So mostly we get in touch with hospitals where they get in touch with us and we send it out. It, I don't even feel good about talking about it because not that I don't feel good about talking about it, but I know everyone's doing something for someone, you know? I I think that's what I mean, like this ECQ or whatever, this COVID thing. It's It also made people more aware and share. So, and it's something very personal because I know a lot of people, like people take care of their barangays and it also makes you more aware of what you have and grateful in that sense. And then if you can share, because... Everyone will be taking a hit. Everyone's having a hard time. I mean, it's of course relative, but what I'm saying is it also makes people want to share and give and take care of other people. Right? Yeah, I would agree. I think so, it's, it's so nice, even far to see how everybody is finding their own way to help. Like for you, it's shields. For other friends, it's coming up... Um, with other PPEs, for others, it's feeding frontliners. Um, others are getting together with their community just to, you know, help others shop. Like I spoke with Jess um, in the last interview that I did, and she was talking about also how she suddenly 
became a neighbor person and got together with her neighbors to group buy um, because not everyone can go out and shop at the same time or um, it just sort of like makes things more um, efficient and it's it's nice to see how everyone is helping in different ways. I was going to say that it's so funny how our isolation has actually made us more mm-hmm, aware mm-hmm. of us being a community. It's not okay when people downplay other people's um, frustrations mm-hmm. or because to each his own. So it's more about acknowledging that everyone's going through something, but we all want to help each other. Yeah, I, I could better. not agree with you more. I think that's really well said. What is one nice thing you've experienced in this not-so-nice time? I have a neighbor. Oh, yeah. You probably know him. Poi. And he cooks so well. So sometimes, like, if I'm like, what are you you having? And then he sends me food. (laughs) Or, like, I send him food. I mean, it's just cute because it's, I feel like... It's so nice to have a neighbor who cooks well. Is this something that you had with Poi before, um, <laughs> you know? before the ECQ? No, not at all. Oh, I love that. I love this newfound connection. It's just like another way that, you know, another way that people are showing friendship and care. And another example of um, community always finding ways to get, get together despite being apart. Thanks so much, Ria, for speaking with us. I know you're busy with your boys and your advocacy. <laughs> so I really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks also for the reminder that it's okay to need whatever we need to do for ourselves so we can take care of others. Um, Thanks, Jen. Yeah, on that note, I'm going to go into my fridge and see what I can fish out <laughs> for a mask. Thanks so much, Ria. Be well. tuning into the unlock philippines podcast we're definitely learning as we go along as this is a homegrown and homespun effort using whatever tools are available to us at the moment we hope you found this uplifting and useful and if you'd like to reach out to us we are at unlockph.podcast at gmail.com see you next week